Welcome to Beside the Burn for Tuesday the 20th of December. Uh, you're joining with us on our Advent journey, day 20. And as I've been saying, do remember that next week we still have uh, some Advent thoughts in the week between Christmas Day and New Year's Day as we're following this book, A Brightest and Best. It, yesterday, whenever we were uh, thinking about uh, Advent, we were looking at Jesus, the man of sorrows, and we were considering how Jesus understands the difficulties that we face in life, that he has been through the grief and the trouble and the hardships uh, that we have been through. And he understands from a human perspective uh, the things that happen in our lives. Today, we're going to be thinking about Jesus, the joy sharer. And our title for today is He Shareth in Our Gladness, which is a beautiful line from Once in Royal David's City. And we're going to be reading together from Isaiah chapter 9, where we begin with the people walking in darkness. But we are told that God brings joy to the nations and that the nations will rejoice before him, just like um, nations bringing or people bringing in the harvest. So that's what our thoughts are going to be today, that it's the other side of the coin from yesterday, that as well as the difficult times in life, there are also joyous occasions. And therefore, the two of them go very much hand in hand. He shares in our happiness as well. And that's a, a wonderful thing for us to remember because sometimes this life can get us down. Sometimes we can focus upon the hardships and the difficulties. But we need to remember that every good gift that we have, every good thing that happens in our lives comes from God. It's a gift from God. And he gives those things to us so that we can delight in him, so that we can rejoice in him, so that we can give thanks to him for his goodness to us. And we need to remember that even in the most difficult of times, and even in the times whenever we are at our lowest, God still blesses us and brings goodness into our lives. So don't just concentrate on the man of sorrows. Important though that is, let's also remember Jesus, the joy sharer. And in that carl, once in Royal David's city, stood a lowly cattle shed. We have on verse 4, for he is our childhood's pattern. Day by day like us he grew. So we're being reminded that Jesus is very much like us. He was little, weak and helpless. Tears and smiles like us he knew. And then we've got the final two lines of that particular verse. And he feeleth for our sadness, which is what we thought about yesterday, and he shareth in our gladness. And that's a wonderful comfort and a wonderful thought. Sometimes we get so caught up in the difficulties of life that we forget about the blessings. But the story of Christmas is quite simply one of joy, good news of great joy to all people. And that's what we find here. We were reading yesterday about the suffering servant from Isaiah 53. And we're told that um, with the suffering servant, uh, that he has seen the light of life and he divides the spoils with many. 
and that's what we have in this thought of joy that whenever the victory comes whenever the warriors come back they bring the spoils of battle and the, the people who have been waiting at home for them to return all share in those spoils of battle all share in what has been given out and there's a, a real joy and a celebration for the people so um, we're going to read together from Isaiah chapter 9 uh, and verses 1 to 7. And we're also reminded by uh, Philippa Wilson of Philippians 4 and verse 4, where, we're told, where Paul tells us, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. So let's read from Isaiah chapter 9, this prophecy about the coming Messiah and about how he brings joy and light on all these various things. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who were in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, he will honour Galilee of the nations by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. And then verse 3 is the part about joy. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. There's two examples of joy that Isaiah is setting before us. Two examples of joy that the Messiah is bringing. Verse 4. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressors. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Amen. So many reasons for joy in that passage. The light coming into the darkness, the joy of uh, people at harvest and dividing plunder, a son being born, the government being on his shoulder. So wonderful titles that we have of Jesus Christ as our wonderful counsellor and mighty God and everlasting father and prince of peace and him reigning on David's throne uh, forever. All of these things bring us joy and so we celebrate the Jesus, the joy shareth, share, the one who shareth in our gladness. So let's pray that, that prayer at the end of the reading today. Jesus, you are the joy of the Father. And because of that, his joy in you is ours. 
Thank you for sharing our gladness. And thank you that you invite us to share yours too. Give us hearts to receive it today. Amen.